This is In a Skirt with Crystal Riley. This show celebrates the unconventional athlete and those helping make sports available, accessible, and fun for everyone. Happy Monday, everyone. I know many of you are getting ready for the Houston Marathon or Louisiana Marathon, both of which are coming up in a few days. Take it easy this week. The workouts are in the bank. You've got this. If you'll be in Louisiana, I'm planning to be there, so say hello if you see me. I'll be the woman in a skirt. Today's guest is someone who's also training for the Houston Marathon. One of my favorite things about this podcast is opportunity to get to know people. I love the conversations I get to have on the show, and I love being able to meet my guests and listeners, even if it's just over the phone, Skype, or through social media. Today's guest is no exception. I've never met Holly in person, but I feel like we're friends. Sometime last year, a woman in my church told me, hey, you should meet my sister-in-law. You would like her. She's a runner like you. After that, I started following Holly on social media, and Holly happened to be that woman's sister-in-law. I have followed Holly's journey over the last year while she has run race after race after race. I have been impressed by her hard work and dedication to running, while she's also working full-time as a nurse practitioner and wearing wife and mom hats. In this episode, we talk about her job, why she started running, training for six marathons in 12 months, and being part of the Skirt Girl tribe. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, how old you are, all of that fun and exciting stuff. Okay. Well, I'm Holly. I am 33. I live in the Conroe area here in Texas, and I am a mom of one. She's four, and I um, I'm a family nurse practitioner, and I run for fun. So you said you're a family nurse practitioner? Yes, ma'am. Okay. How long did that, how long does that take, like, to become one of those school-wise? It's a master's degree. It's a mid-level prepared provider. So it's a master's degree, and I went to University of Texas here in Houston for both of my degrees. For undergrad and then for master's? Yes, ma'am. Bachelor's and master's. Where, Where did you grow up? Uh, not far from here, actually, the north side of Houston as well in the Splendora area. Okay, yeah, I know where that is. So you grew up in Splendora and then went to, you said, UT Houston? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. And how long have you been a nurse practitioner? I've been a nurse practitioner since, oh, goodness, about six years. Six, is that what you said? Yes, six years. Do you like it? I do. I love what I do. I'm in family practice, so, um, and I practiced out in the Liberty area, if you're not sure where that is, it's kind of east of Houston, north of Baytown, for most of my career, and being in the country, I got to do a little bit of everything, so I I have had patients six weeks old, as old as 105, I get to do women's health, acute care, diabetes, kind of chronic care like that, I've x-ray on site I get to suture I get to do a little of everything it's a lot of fun you recently did you recently change jobs I did yes um just a few months ago I started working a little closer to the woodlands um uh, it's, it's technically in Conroe but it's kind of in the woodlands township um so yeah I started doing a family practice I'm in a clinic virtually by myself right now and I get to see my office manager and front and my assistant and it's been a lot of fun. It, it's kind of, we kind of took a clinic that was trying to not do so well and they didn't have a lot of patients coming in routinely. 
and they brought me in just to try to build the patient back up, build the practice back up, and we've had a good turnaround just in a few months. It's been a lot of fun. So you work, um, is it how many days a week? Yeah, Monday through Friday, 8 okay. to 5, office hours. So mm-hmm. you're kind of like I am. You're an early morning runner because then you got to get to work, and then you've got your daughter in the evenings. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of morning running and then on weeks when it's just killing me to get up really early. I actually do a decent amount of lunchtime running, too. Um, There's my clinic is right on the edge of a state park and behind it, there's a subdivision with a lot of good running trails and sidewalks. So I go a lot of times at lunchtime, too, and just shower up and go back to work. Oh, that works out well. I've never done Mm -hmm. a lunch run. Um, I just feel like if I'm not running in the morning I won't be able to run like I've got this mental <laughs> like this mental thing like I can only run in the mornings <laughs> so. yeah I find it to be a little easier and I kind of got in that habit when I was driving to Liberty so much because of the long drive it was hard to get up even earlier and try to squish that in before I went over to, to all the way over to Liberty on that long drive how long have you been running um off and on for about nine years I kind of got started when my husband injured his knee really severely about nine years ago, and he had to go through therapy, and they told him he'd never run again. And then I watched him start trying to run, and I was like, hey, now, wait a minute. <laughs> if he can do it, I better get out there, too. And when I first started, I would get so mad at him because he would try to talk to me, and I was I would just tell him, please shut up. I'm just trying to breathe right now. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how we got started with that. And then my first marathon was six years ago, and after that one, I swore I'd never do another one because it was horrible and I didn't train right. So, um, But then in the past couple of years, I started picking it all back up again doing the distance running. So what was that first marathon? Um, it was down in Freeport, south part of Texas on the on the Gulf, and it mm-hmm. was on the beach, which is obviously not something I trained for, and like I didn't train properly to start with. In the sand, yeah, and oh, there was sounds, a headwind, and it was horrible. horrible. Did you finish? <laughs> it was terrible. Did you finish it, though? I finished. I did finish it, and there, what was really entertaining to me is I finished right in front of this guy who ran the whole thing with his Pomeranian Oh, wow. In the sand with a little Pomeranian. <laughs> with a Pomeranian. It was, it was hilarious. How could a Pomeranian run that far? I mean, they're small dogs, I have aren't no they? Clue. They are. I even took a picture with the dog because I was like, no way. This dog finished and I almost died and I did it, but this dog looks fine. <laughs> did you wear just regular running shoes in the sand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, have, I think I had some Asics for that run. Were they full of sand afterward? No, it was pretty packed, I guess, with okay. all the runners, too. Um, so, I, yeah, no, they weren't. So, you swore marathons off for a while, but then mm-hmm. the past 12 months, the most <laughs> recent, like, 12-month period, I mean, you've been, like, on a marathon of marathons. Yes, and after, I'm doing the Houston Marathon next week, and that will make, from January to January, six marathons in a year. Oh, my goodness. So, um, and I, after this one, I'm going to take a break probably till the fall or winter and kind of work on speed and things like that. Make it fun again, because it has become a second job this past year for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
are you sure? Do it after the woodlands. You should run the woodlands with me, and then you can take your break. <laughs> <laughs> I am running the woodlands, but I'm doing it as a relay with some of the girls on my running team. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said that, yeah. I, I think, I think so. I'm going to do the woodlands. I'm not sure yet. I'm one of those who waits yeah, until well. the last minute to sign up. <laughs> the, the uh, if you don't sign up today it'll be a thousand dollars tomorrow kind of person yeah i'm like eh, i'd rather li- i'd rather like pay a thousand dollars and know i'm going to pay like a hundred and lose it <laughs> so <laughs> so these the sense. the six that you've you said you've done six in the last 12 months mm-hmm. which ones which ones did you do so last January, I did the Texas Marathon. That one's in Kingwood. It's on January 1st, which is interesting to do that if you stay up at all on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I did the Woodlands in March. I did Milwaukee in April. I went to Seattle in September. And then at the end of October, I went to D.C. for the Marine Corps Marathon. Which one was your favorite out of all of those? Of all of those? Actually, the the one I felt best on was the Woodlands. The most fun to run was probably D.C. As much as it rained and as much as it was hilly, and it was still the most interesting to run. I want to, that, that's the Marine Corps, right? The one in D.C.? Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. run that one really badly. And my brother's in the Navy, and that's his dream, okay. dream marathon to run that one one year. But he never knows when he's going to be here. Like, he probably won't be able to run it until after he retires because... Uh-huh. He, he doesn't do good on treadmills, and so he'll be out to sea, and then the only thing he has to run on is a treadmill, and he always gets injured, oh, yeah. injured on them. Yeah, yeah. that Treadmills are terrifying to do more than a couple of miles on, and um, the Marine Corps for us here in Texas is pretty hilly, mm-hmm. and definitely we want to train on some concrete and some hills. Oh yeah, and he lives in Virginia Beach, so there there are no hills. So he'd have to he'd have oh. to be home long enough to to be able to run outside <laughs> and find hills. Yeah, he came and he ran with me and Lovekin a few years ago, uh-huh. and I don't think of Lovekin as hilly at all. Like it's super flat, uh-huh. and he was like, "Oh right. my goodness, this is so hilly! How do you people run here?" <laughs> I was and, like, you, yeah. and you're thinking, "No way!" And then if you go, like, to D.C. and run, there to them, that's normal. And then you yeah. go to Colorado, and that's a totally different ballpark. Oh, yeah. It's, it's interesting. But I ran a, I ran the Shamrock Half Marathon with him in Virginia Beach once, and I think we had, like, 50 feet of elevation gain by the time we were done. <laughs> there was nothing. There was nothing. It was just like when you, when you went on roads that curved, you know, they kind of went up a little higher on the curve, and that was your elevation. Uh-huh. Oh no! <laughs> that does not count. No, it doesn't count. That was it, and so he—that's he, why he thinks Lovekin's like you know mountainous. So yeah, DC, DC was your favorite. Seattle was your mm-hmm. best time out of all of those, right? Yes. Yeah, I think that one probably wasn't a favorite because I was so disappointed, and it rained so hard during the run. It's supposed to be an absolutely beautiful run, the Tunnel Light Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it rained so hard, I couldn't see anything, and it was a tra- it was a virtually it was a trail run, and I was so disappointed at how I how how close I got and yet didn't, and so I was a little upset with myself over that one. How I close, think that one was probably not a favorite. How close you got to your goal? Yeah, yeah. So my Boston time for my age group is three and a half hours, and I did it in three thirty seven. Oh yeah, and 
and it's supposed to be a, a good course, right? And then it's raining and you can't mm-hmm. see. And so. Yeah, it's uh, it's virtually all downhill. It's like the slightest little one degree decline the entire way. You can't really feel it. Like you can't tell you're running downhill. It just feels like a good run, but it's on an old train track where the tracks are gone. And so there's still ruts, like car tire ruts. Mm-hmm. But when it was raining so hard, those ruts became rivers. So you couldn't run in the smooth parts. You were yeah. running on the sides of the ruts and mm-hmm. it was all rocks there. And it just made it a lot harder. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, but it was it was neat. I mean, for two miles, roughly, you run through the old train tunnel, and everyone's uh, wearing or carrying lights, and it's really interesting running through the tunnel. Oh, that's why it's called the tunnel light? Uh-huh. Okay, that's neat. I would like to yeah, it is a neat one. go places and run yeah. more races. Will you do any well, of the those? Reason I, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the reason I've done uh, so many this year is, one, just trying to just get better, and, and I have a goal, two goals. One is run a marathon in every state, and, and then to qualify for Boston, obviously, at some point is my other goal. So will you do any of those again, any of the ones you, you did this year, the Tunnel Light or Marine Corps, any of those? Maybe in the future, and if I had some friends going, please, please, please go with me, I might, you know, Crystal, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might would go back, but otherwise, if I'm going to travel, I want to try to knock another state off my list. Yeah, that's true. That's the way I feel about vacation. Like, every summer, when it's time to go somewhere, mm-hmm. all, all of the places I love, I'm like, but I want to see someplace new. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a whole world out there I haven't seen yet, and we can't go back mm-hmm. to any place we've been before, because then we're missing the yep. opportunity to see something new. That's what's cool about the, you know, the travel running is you get to see something different, but then you can go back and ski your favorite spot every year, every couple of years, and you still get a little bit of both. Yeah. It makes it fun. So have you always run in a skirt? Have you always been a skirt runner? I have. Um, I am an apostolic, and I've always run in a skirt. Thankfully, things have gotten much better with the way they're designed and made because for a while I was just buying like uh, an old Navy t-shirt kind of skirt and wearing it over leggings or just wearing shorts underneath. But yes, I have always run in a skirt. I've even done, um, I've done everything in a skirt, not just run. I I snow ski, I have water skied, I ride horses, I've done motorcycle trips, I've done three tough mutters in a skirt, and I distinctly remember one day I jumped down off of a wall in the tough mud and I landed next to this guy and this guy looks at me he goes oh my gosh you're out here in a skirt doing exactly what I'm doing I was like yeah I'm doing it better actually (laughs) (laughs) good for you (laughs) but yes I have always tried on a skirt well you've you've done you've done a lot in a skirt I have attempted to snow ski and water ski in a skirt but Mm -hmm. I am very uncoordinated and unathletic and those were both failed attempts and not because I was wearing a skirt but because I was just going to fail at it no matter what I was wearing (laughs) the the clothes didn't matter but you're right they've they've gotten a lot better the clothes we can wear now we have actually have a, a big selection Yes, it's so much better. When when I first started discovering, my first actual athletic running skirt came from, I think, runningskirts.com. Mm-hmm. And then I went on and found Kosher Casual, and then yeah. the Snogus came out, and then it just kind of ballooned from there. So I think I own one from virtually every brand you yeah. can think of. That's funny, because that's, that's similar to my path. Like, I remember um, Walmart used to have, like, these T-shirt, like, knee-length, like, T-shirt-type mm-hmm. skirts, and so I would go buy 
running leggings and then wear those mm-hmm. over. And then I, I discovered running skirts and bought one from there. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, just the whole same same type of yeah. evolution of trying to find something to run in. That's funny. And I have I have folks ask me a lot, obviously, you know, why do I run in a skirt and do anything in a skirt? And obviously there's, you know, religious beliefs and standards that I adhere to. But when people ask me that, my and because I'm, I'm a nurse as well, so I have had scrub skirts. I've done CPR in a skirt, kneeling next to a patient, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, just the bottom line of it is, it boils down to God's done so much for me and this is a minimal sacrifice to point others to look at him um, compared to what he's done for me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's, you know, it's, you want to explain to people and you want to explain Mm -hmm. to them, you want them to see your heart in it. And I I don't Mm -hmm. know if you, you saw that article that I had posted from the newspaper about me recently and it was wonderful and I loved it and was so thankful for it. But then I wanted people to know like, this isn't, this isn't a religious strict dress code. You know, this is actually right. a, a personal choice. This Right. Absolutely. And so I was thinking, I'm going to have to have to find a way to explain that to, you know, to get the, the word out to people that first off you can come to my church mm-hmm. and not dress like I dress and we're not, you know, no right. one's going to turn you away or say anything. Everybody's welcome regardless of what you wear. And then second, right. I made the personal decision to wear this. It's not some man behind a pulpit telling me to do it. Right. Absolutely. And and the why is so important. It's so important. Not just because someone told me, not even just because the Bible says it. It's, mm-hmm. There's so much more to it than that. It's, it's what I want to do. It's what I choose to do. It's what I feel God has told me to do in His Word. And and I do it happily because He's done so much. It's not even a sacrifice. It's, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. I, I, don't, I agree with that totally. I don't, I don't feel like it's a sacrifice either. And I, I feel like it's freedom to me. Like I have this... Mm-hmm wonderful spiritual freedom to be able to dress the way I want to dress without having to conform to Mm -hmm. the styles of the world without having to conform to what you see on TV Mm -hmm. and magazines I get to dress Mm -hmm. freely without worrying about without without worrying about looking like the rest of the world you know there's no desire to look like everybody else and I can say this is who I am and this is how I want to dress I don't care how everybody else looks I get to Mm -hmm. I get to be free and dress the way I want to right absolutely and I think a lot of people anticipate because oh you have to wear a skirt or you wear a skirt they anticipate a certain amount of judgment to come from us or behaviors to come from us um and one day I was running with my running club and we stopped for water three miles and a couple of guys looked at me and they're like Holly, we just we just realized it's it's August and you're here running in a skirt and I've been running with him for months at this point. Yeah. We just realized you always wear a skirt. Yeah, I do. Well, why? So I explained, like I just kind of explained to you, and they're like, "Really? You just seem so normal." And I got so, so tickled normal. by the first thought. <laughs> you seem you just so normal, and I just I couldn't stop laughing for a while. I'm like, "Well, uh, I guess I'm just going to say thank you. I don't I don't even know what to say right now." <laughs> That's odd. That's so funny. <laughs> like, what do you say? Like, okay, thanks. I'm, I'm glad. You know, I guess they expected you to. Thanks. Uh, you seem normal. To carry around a Bible and hit them over the head with it. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. How do you respond to that? Thanks. You're normal too. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me be part of the club. <laughs> yeah. I have zero judgment for anybody who doesn't make the same personal choices that I make. Like absolutely right. none. <laughs> so absolutely. unless you have lived the exact same life I have lived and have had the exact same experiences that I have had, I cannot expect you to come to the same conclusions or beliefs that I have right. to do. Absolutely. So what is your favorite distance? Um, fun to run. It would be half marathon or 10, 10 miles to half marathon is a fun workout. That, that one, I don't feel murdered. Yeah. I can go home and still have enough energy to do laundry mm-hmm. um, and do whatever I need to around the house and play with my daughter. And, um, but that's probably my favorite fun distance, but, uh, I still have the goal, obviously the full marathons and those I feel challenge me. And I feel if I were to only run half, there's looking down on my anyone who just runs half, cause that's still a long run. That's a lot of running. Yeah. And it takes a lot of training, but I find that <clears throat> if I get too comfortable, I, what's the saying? Comfort is the death place of progress. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if I don't keep pushing myself out of my comfort zone, then I will just get stagnant and yeah. So, but the best, that's my fun run Saturday morning. If I'm going to the group and I'm not doing a crazy training run, 10 to 13 is a fun distance for me. Yeah. I, that's the same for me. And I, I feel like I know how to run, you know, 10 to 13 miles. Like my body knows Mm -hmm. what to do and it's Mm -hmm. not, it's not so long that, you can't you it's long enough where you can have fun and mm-hmm. see the sights and enjoy the run not like a 5k like to me a 5k is horrible because the entire time you want to give it your all yeah exactly exactly and 10 to 13 miles you're going I guess you know just slow enough I would say not slow but you know just mm-hmm. slow enough where you don't feel like you're dying the entire time like a like a 5k right but you can go faster because, yeah. Yeah. And not worry about, oh, God, I'm going to run out of steam at 18 miles and they're going to have to pick me up on the ambulance. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> I've only run two full marathons, but the whole time, you know, you the when you've run 20 miles and you still have six more to go, it's just it's just that mm-hmm. mental thing like, oh, my goodness, I still have six to go. <laughs> so. well, and what not there a joke that the race actually starts at 20 miles because your training runs really don't go past that, and that last six miles is the hardest? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do more. Last year I did 22 miles, and so that mm-hmm. mental break didn't happen. That mental breakdown didn't happen until 22 miles in the race, but this this one I didn't do more than mm-hmm. more than 20. So, oh, well. Are you ready for your run next week? I don't know. I was. I felt really great. And then mm-hmm. Monday, I was doing a run on the treadmill because my running buddy was sick and she didn't know if she was going to be able to run. And I just thought I'd be lazy and sleep till the last minute and just get up and do it on the treadmill instead of having to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I hurt mm-hmm. my I hurt my foot. And, oh, no. Yeah. And so I, I didn't run Tuesday. I didn't run Wednesday. I tried running Thursday, Thursday was supposed to be my last like workout, workout, you know, Uh, um, uh my last tempo run. And Mm -hmm. I started running and it hurt. And I thought, well, there's no sense in, you know, sometimes you have 
you're running, you have a pain and it goes away while you run. <laughs> you just have right, to run right. through it. Yeah. Well, it's like, it, it could be one of those pains, right? That I can just run through it, but it could not be. And there's no sense in finding that out today. Uh-huh. So I just stopped running and went back home. And so I haven't run since Thursday. And uh, I went, I talked to a friend of mine who's a chiropractor and he looked at it and he was like, I really don't think it's a bone issue or anything like that. He said, I think you may have just, mm-hmm. you know, have some pressure on a tendon. But so I don't know. I'm, you know, part of me is thinking, okay, I'm really thankful that I hurt myself after I had gotten all of the training in, you know? Right. So like at this point, if I'm not running, it's really not hurting me because I did all of the all of the training and hopefully I hurt myself though in plenty of time where it'll be better. (laughs) Well, and the little shakeout runs this week probably aren't enough to do anything. So just rest. Yeah. That's what he, he, he suggests he's like, maybe try running like very slowly Monday. And if it still hurts, Mm -hmm. then going and seeing a podiatrist or Mm -hmm. something, you know, the problem is now I have headaches and I feel um, sleepy because I'm not running. So then, you know, your body mm-hmm. goes through that withdrawal where it feels lethargic and mm-hmm. it's, it's missing all of that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to go, I'm going to go and I'm going to run. I, so right. I'm going to do it. And like I, I asked him, I said, well, what's the worst that can happen? He was like, you can really injure it and then you'll be fine in a few weeks. <laughs> so, right. I was like, okay. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, well, best of luck. Thank you. I think you'll be fine. Hopefully it's just a little little brain in there and just a few days rest and some ice and you'll be fine. That's what I've been doing, taking ibuprofen and icing it. And, like, it doesn't hurt unless I try to run. Like, it doesn't hurt when I'm sitting, walking, Mm -hmm. any of that. It doesn't hurt. And he, you know, Mm -hmm. he moved it around and pushed it pulled it did everything and none of it hurt and so he's like well that's that's good that I can't hurt it when you're sitting here but the funny thing is it's completely changed my perspective on the race because I had already been checking the weather every single day to see Uh what it was going to be like and already kind of like you know being whiny oh it looks like it's going to be hot it looks like it's going to be humid oh I hate that (laughs) and now I'm not even checking the weather because I don't care I'm like I don't care what the weather is like I just want to be able to go run yes so all of my (laughs) my other whininess has just gone out the window because (laughs) none of that matters now I just want to get there and run (laughs) oh you'll do it it'll be fine are you ready for Houston I think so. I've had a couple of really good um, last tra- few training runs, and it's given me a lot of mental confidence, obviously, that the runs are there, and my body, I think, should hopefully be ready. But for me, a lot of it right now is in my mind because I've gotten so close with my Boston time a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of in my head, but I was joking around today, and I was like, I'm going to qualify for Boston or leave in an ambulance. One of the two is going <laughs> to happen. I'm going to do this. What is that? So I, I think I'm ready. It'll be a fun course. That's the, I, I saw a sign once at a race that said PR or ER. So that will be you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, I need a shirt. But yeah, that's perfect. And that's kind of my goal. I'm, I'm just going to, I think it'll be fun. The weather right now looks like it's going to be really good. And I know my whole running team will be there. My coach will be there. Uh, a lot of friends that I know along the course. And, and so it'll, it'll make it fun. It's at home. 
the climate I'm used to, the everything. So yeah. I think it'll be good. Well, everyone's going to be there. I've, I have my best running buddy's going to go run it and you know, you're running it. There's a whole group mm-hmm. from Love King going and running the half and, th- and then mm-hmm. other people from Love King going and running the full. And then there's a, um, a guy named Aaron Davis who I had on the podcast a while back and he's running it. And then other people on Instagram have messaged me and said they're going to run it. And I was like, oh, I'm the only one. I've convinced one mm-hmm. other person to go to Louisiana that same day so it's going to be the two of us in louisiana and then everybody else i know is in houston what what why are you being such a rebel you should have just joined this i know i should have well the reason is my my best friend jerry k who i run with she runs it every single year she runs houston every year and she loves it but i have Uh i have um a weak si joint in my lower back and when uh-huh. I when I run a lot on concrete, it hurts, and, um, I, and I can't. It just it really hurts, and concrete's the mm-hmm. worst. And I had um, a doctor tell me just stay off of concrete as much as you can. And as yeah. I know this, you understand because you're a runner. People who aren't runners are like, what's the difference between concrete and asphalt? I can run on asphalt better than I can run on concrete. And so okay. the the Louisiana Marathon is almost all asphalt. And okay, well, that's good. Houston is mainly concrete. Well, then you might really would like the Tunnel Light Marathon. Yes, if it's the softer, the better I can do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if I, she, she just always tells me, she's like, I'm so afraid if you go run Houston, you're not gonna be able to walk for two weeks afterward. Right, that makes sense. So that's why it's the, they need to change the course for me. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> just for you, they're gonna do it. <laughs> So tell me a little bit about the group you run with in the Woodlands. So up until earlier this year, the spring, I had already done the Texas Marathon in the Woodlands. I have trained virtually by myself. Um, I even ran a half marathon when I was pregnant four years ago. So I've been running, like I said, off and on for mm-hmm. years. But I've always trained by myself. And then one day, um, the Fleet Feet here in the Woodlands, I walked in and um, I had seen these really cool shirts from the Woodlands Marathon Expo and I thought it was going to be in our grab bag and it wound up being a completely different shirt so long story short I was on the hunt for this shirt from the Woodlands Marathon and I walked in I spoke to the owner uh, manager of the Fleet Feet and asked if they had any shirts and and she directed me to them and helped me get a hold of my shirt and then she's like who do you run with and I was like oh you're looking at me I'm running with me and she's like you trained for the Woodlands Marathon by yourself? And I was like, yes, ma'am. And she's like, oh, you're crazy. She's like, running with people is so much better. She's like, you need to start coming out here Saturday mornings. And um, the Volt Running Club runs out of here every Saturday morning at 6. So I said, okay. So first time I, like, pull up, I'm all nervous. You know, I don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. And, of course, runners are some of the kindest people. So they just immediately just like, oh, come join us. And, um and from there, it, there's a coach, my coach is Bill Dwyer, and there's a, probably, I would say, easily 20 to 30 every Saturday morning, and they meet during the week as well, and I've gotten really close to a few of them, and I started, you know, formally coaching with Bill, and it's, it's been awesome, and it was the best thing I'd ever done, because training by myself was miserable, especially on those 20-milers, oh yeah. my goodness. Miserable. And so when you're running with folks and he has water set up, he has courses planned every time we got there on a Saturday. And sometimes we'll show up early if we have a really long run, show up at five or five thirty and get started earlier. 
um, they have water set up on the course and it's just great to have somebody to run with and kind of chat with or push you. And it definitely made me a better runner. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, you're right. Runners are just such nice people. You know, people think if they, Mm -hmm. if they go with a group, they're going to feel out of place or, you know, and runners are always so excited when someone new shows up and wants to join. Right, right. Yeah, it's been awesome. But yeah, those 20 milers, if you have somebody to talk to, that makes it go by Mm -hmm. a lot faster. Yep. I've been trying to find pace groups whenever I sign up for a race, just so I can have the same group of people to run with. So I can do the whole run. Hopefully start a conversation because otherwise I'm like 26 miles left, 25 and a half, (laughs) 25 and a quarter. I have a YouTube clip I love to watch every now and then. It's this lady, she's from the UK, and she's running, and she she kind of uh, vlogs her thoughts at every mile marker, and it is so funny. She starts doing the twisted math in her head like yes. we all do. Yeah. Um, she starts talking about all the food she's going to eat, and it, it cracks me up because it's so accurate. I'm going to – you need to send that to me. I need to post it. Cause... I will. The twisted math is my favorite. Is it is it kind of like like when I'm doing intervals? I'm like, okay, I have to do I have to do six. So let me do three, and then I do three, and then I'm like, after the next one, I only have two more to go. You know, it's the <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's like it, you start doing the math with your pacing too, and you're like, okay, if I keep going at this pace, then I'll be done. So many oh wait, I can't do math anymore. You know, <laughs> you have to multiply. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah send, send that to me. You. I want to put that on the show notes. And then the, the food, too, of course. You're going to be thinking about all the... <laughs> One of my favorite shirts is a little shark lifting a barbell on its mouth, and it says, always hungry, because this past year, with all the marathons I've been running, I'm pretty confident I've eaten enough for an entire football team. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. With nonstop marathon training year-round... Uh-huh. My appetites are outrageous. My friends just shake their heads at me. Like we're at dinner, and I'll finish my plate, and I'll reach over and start eating theirs, too. Yes. <laughs> and then and then you want to tell everybody, right? Like, you feel like you have to say. <laughs> it's like, I ran 50 miles this validate. week. Yeah, you're like, don't, don't judge. <laughs> I ran, therefore I'm going to eat this whole bag of chips. Don't judge me. <laughs> when I was growing up, my dad always irritated us because every time we went out to eat as soon as we sat down I mean as soon as we were seated and handed the menus he would say I want everybody's leftovers like if you have anything that you're not going to eat I want it (laughs) I'm like we haven't even ordered yet and then we'd we'd order and our food would come and he would look around the table at everybody's food and say to everybody if you're not going to eat the right if you're not going to eat all of that I want it and I'm like, let me. And so then sometimes I would eat all my food, even if I didn't want to, just, just to just bite, to bite them. them. Yeah, right. And so we were at Cracker Barrel last Saturday, and we it was with my parents and my husband and our kids, and we sat down, ordered our food, and everybody got their food. And I looked at everybody's plates and I said, "Hey, anybody, if you have leftovers, I want the rest of them." <laughs> and he just looked at me, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm you! I turned into you." <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, <laughs> so I had my oatmeal and my sausage and my hash brown casserole, and then was like asking everybody for their for their leftovers. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. I uh, can identify with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but a full year. Yeah, I'm sure you I'm sure you have you yeah. have packed. There's some days I, I joke that I've had breakfast three times already today. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to. I mean, you know, yeah. that's if you're not, then you can't run or scary things happen. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's so terrible when you're running. And yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's just been, it's been a joke that how much I've eaten this past year. Does your husband say anything when you're asking for his leftovers or, or does he just know to give them to you? Oh no, 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 no. He, he's good about it. He, he'll pick on me, but no, he's good about it. He doesn't give me too hard of a time. So you're, he, does he run too? He runs, uh, he does run some, um, usually up to like three to five-ish miles. He, because of that horrible knee injury, a mm-hmm. long distance is not fun for him. He starts having a ton of pain. He has a lot of nerve damage too, and it starts radiating down into his foot. So he'll do a few miles with me sometimes, but we also have to kind of trade off because of the four-year-old. Yeah. Um, so always got to be somebody home with her. So, um, but the other a few times we'll run together. How did he hurt his but, knee? playing football oh he managed just a fun game with guys on the weekend mm-hmm. went up to catch a pass and came down in a hole and um mm. his knee bent his right leg mm. the knee bent the whole leg bent into the left so it's not supposed to go that direction it's supposed to go front and back but nope it went to the side <laughs> oh yeah i shouldn't have asked <laughs> 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 it was poor, that poor guy. He went through a couple of surgeries, and so once, once, like I said, after all the pain and surgeries, and I saw him start running. I was like, "Oh, I should try running too. Yeah, if he can do it, I can do it." So I have to blame him for getting me started on running. And your daughter likes to run too, doesn't she? She does. She does. She even got her own little kids' Garmin for Christmas. Um, she she likes to run and. <clears throat> It's fun. She's done a couple of the kids' runs up to a mile. And of course, she walks runs it. She's only four, but yeah, um, she's fun. She she wants to do it, and she loves to get the medals. And she'll celebrate. She runs like her mommy, and she, she'll be on the course, and she'll get all tired and start walking, and then she'll get this real determined look on her face, and she'll take off running again, and she usually says "Super Cat Speed" from PJ Masks and takes <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, so cute. I love that, though, that she says she's running like her mommy. I mean, because to her, growing up, watching you, she's just going to think, like, this is what people do. Like, this is normal. Like, this is this is mm-hmm. fun, mm-hmm. and this is the, the thing that you do. You go out and run. Mm-hmm. I love that. Right. Yep. It's just the norm. Yeah. So what are yeah. your – you've got Houston coming up. You are going to PR or ER, and <laughs> and you said your goals for the rest of the year are, are shorter distances, speed, or what? Yeah, I like I said, I want to do the Woodlands on a relay, and then I haven't quite decided what yet. I was kind of wanting to do Chicago or New York City. Um, I might still try to get into the lottery for New York City, but probably nothing full distance anytime before the fall. Mm-hmm. So, but that's otherwise I'm going to probably just pick up some 5Ks, 10Ks and work on speed for a little while. Hey, we have a 5K up here in February. You should, oh. you should come. I mean, what's a full half okay. and 5K? So. Okay. I'm okay. trying to. Yeah, I might do that. Everybody I'm talking to, I'm like, oh, you should come up here for our, it's, it's February, February 22nd and it's for a good cause. Okay. So it's for a 501c3 okay. organization. Okay. Awesome. 
but we're driving distance. Okay, cool. Yeah, and well, and I have family there. I need to go see them anyways. Yeah, so you've got free places to stay, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just might have to do that. And Friday, the night the night before, Friday, February 21st, we're having a kids run. So, oh, fun. Even better. Okay. And it's, have you been to downtown Lovekin at night? Uh, it's been a while. Okay, well, there's... I'm going to say no. Okay, there's light. The, so the uh, first street, the, which is the main little drag through downtown Lovekin, uh-huh. has lights overhead strung across the street. And so they just stay up all year and they okay. change colors and they flash. And so they're doing the kids run under those lights. Oh, fun. Oh, she'll love that. Yeah. It's, okay. it's going to be fun. And everybody gets a medal, you know, so kids will have little medals. And and then mm-hmm. s- the next day, Saturday morning is a half, a full, and a 5K. Oh, okay, cool. I'm definitely not doing the full. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm, cool. pro- I'm right. probably going to do the half unless, like, I really injure my foot next weekend then I'm probably gonna do that you're not going to don't say that no I'm not I'm not you're right I'm not gonna say that so long-term goals 50 states Boston mm-hmm. anything else mm-hmm. oh no I mean after that I wouldn't be opposed to doing some international some of the big ones yeah London stuff like that but other than that no not really just keep running I guess at that point and you know running is for me training it's training for life and mm-hmm. there's so many reasons why we run but it's something I hope to be doing still when I'm in the you know with the masters and even much older categories yeah. I definitely want to be running for a long time so what's your favorite part of running Ooh, that's like asking why do I run well obviously for health but I think my favorite part is I've learned so much about myself. Um, for me, it's it's a, it's my therapy. It's how I let it go of my anxiety and stress. I've run crying. I've run mad. It totally just kind of helps balance me, that and prayer. Um, but I think that my favorite part is just how much I've learned about myself. I've learned yeah. that just when I think I can't do something, I can. Mm-hmm. And then I push myself a little further and... and yeah, I keep learning more about myself and it does train me a lot about, you know, with mental toughness and just keeping things in perspective. Um, I think another angle to that is I worked a while back as a bedside nurse at MD Anderson and in Texas Children's with cancer patients. So the song, I heard this, someone compare this phrase this week to, to life in general and it really stuck with me and inspired me, but the song we sing in church and it has the line in it it's your breath in my lungs Mm -hmm. so we pour out our praise I feel like running is another way of living the life God gave me to the fullest Mm -hmm. for those who can't and for those who don't just trying to live it to the fullest and I think it gets it prepares me in so many levels to do that Mm -hmm. yeah that's true I love that so favorite gear favorite running gear Hmm. Right now, well, since I run in a skirt, my favorite skirt would be currently the texture and everything, the way it fits. I really like the Sweet Lemon Time skirts a lot. Yes, I do too. Um, I, I wear I wear a lot of the snogas, 
And then I have a kosher casual skirt. I'm pretty hung up on. I like that one a lot. And then my shoes, I, my new balance right now are my favorites. I've done a, a few marathons and some Adidas and I like those a lot, but my new balance are my favorite. I've tried new balance once and they didn't really didn't. work for me. No, but I'm, I run very oddly. <laughs> so that, that may be why. I've seen your videos when you, when you did the yeah. interview with, was it a therapist? And yeah. they kind of watched mm-hmm. you run. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. You're like, yeah, you're weird. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and I, no, it's your own type of normal. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what I'm going to say from now on. I am my own type of normal. I'll have, to re- I'll have to remember that. I wear shoes out really quickly. Like I can't put okay. very many miles on them. So that's another thing. What is your favorite pre-race meal? I don't eat much before a race. I usually just do like half a banana and some yogurt mm-hmm. or a piece of toast with some peanut butter on it. I don't eat much at all. Um, and I don't eat much the night before because I don't want to be finding the porta potties on the way. Yeah. <laughs> but my for some reason, and everyone thinks I'm so weird, my favorite post-race meal, mm-hmm. I want a foot long from Subway in the cookies and the chips. <laughs> That's what I want every time I finish. So is that what you do? You find a Subway afterward? Usually, yeah. That's funny. The chips, I totally understand because after after any long mm-hmm. run, I want chips or Cheez Its after every one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then I don't even drink soda, but after marathons, uh, it's usually I usually get chips or Cheez Its and a Coke. How some, funny! Yeah, the Coke just tastes so delicious after. It it does. It does taste better. And my other favorite post-race food, if I don't go to Subway, is Chipotle tacos, and I want a big pile of white rice. Yeah. You just you want to replenish <laughs> the carbs, huh? Exactly. And, and the chips. So the chips and the rice makes me happy. Yeah, the salt. Oh, my goodness. I love salt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't oh say that goodness. to someone in the medical field, huh? I love salt. It's wonderful. <laughs> No, you're handling it right, and you're sweating it out. Yeah, that's true. So we've got to get together and run sometime. I think think we've been in the same place a few times and just didn't know that the other one was there until afterward. Right. I I think we've been there and didn't even see each other. So, yeah, Yeah. we absolutely have to get together and run. I'm going to try to legitimately make an effort to go to that run in February. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And bring your... Bring your husband, he can run, and your daughter, and she can run. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be great. I'll do that. Well, sounds awesome. Thank you so much for talking to me tonight. Oh, thank you for asking me. I feel honored. I appreciate it. And thank you for what you do and for giving us a voice. And, yeah, I appreciate you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. So, well, ha- good luck next weekend. I hope you. I hope you. I hope you PR and don't end up in an ambulance. That will be my prayer for you. Well, thank you, and good luck to you too. We'll have to get in touch after that too. Yes, check we on will. each other. Definitely. Okay. Have a good weekend. Absolutely. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Remember that the Race for Hope, which is a full marathon, half marathon, and 5K supporting East Texas Cancer Alliance for Hope is coming up in Lubkin on February 22nd. I have the link to register for that race in my show notes. So check out the show notes and register and give me a follow on Instagram and Facebook. 
Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please give me a shout out on social media. Good luck to everyone running Houston and Louisiana this weekend.